Rejoice. Rejoice. Today we celebrate Gaudete Sunday. And Gaudete means rejoice. And we might wonder, well, why are we rejoicing? <laughs> Is it because you get to see a priest wearing rose, not pink, but rose vestments? No, that's not the real reason, but it's fun to joke about. Uh, The real reason is because we're more than halfway through the season of Advent. We're closer now to Christmas than when we started. And St. Paul reminds us in our second reading, to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in all circumstances give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. So we're to rejoice always because what Jesus Christ has done for us, that he went through his passion, death, and resurrection in order to save us. Save us from what, we might wonder? Well, to save us from the consequences of our sins. Sin separates us from God, and that separation prevents us from being with him. But God loved us so much that about 2,000 years ago, God the Son was willing to become man and be named Jesus. It is his birth, this coming, the beginning of his mission that we celebrate at Christmas. And this allows us to be rescued then from this separation that we had from God because of sin. Jesus wants us to have our deepest desire fulfilled, the desire to be loved and to be known perfectly and unconditionally And only God can really provide this and provide it for all eternity. And so we are called to rejoice because our Savior has come. Yet, for some of us, we might not feel like rejoicing. Maybe the Advent and Christmas season is particularly difficult. Perhaps there's the loss of a loved one recently, or maybe a loved one had passed away, and that that Christmas is just not the same without them. Maybe it can seem even harder because everyone else seems to want to rejoice and celebrate. And for some of us, we may just not feel like it. Is it okay to be sad while everyone wants to rejoice? Yes, it is okay. In fact, it's part of the grieving process. Whenever there's a loss, it's important for us to to accept the reality of that loss but also to work through the pain of it. The pain of the loss, especially from a loved one. And so, sometimes that pain can manifest itself in sadness, or in frustration, or anger, or depression, or all sorts of negative emotions. But in order to work through it, we need to allow ourselves to experience it, to acknowledge what it is that we're experiencing, and to understand why we're experiencing it in order to work through it. Life without a loved one could be different, and adjustments may be needed in order to continue moving forward. However, love is stronger than death, and the relationship with our loved ones who have passed from this life still continues, though it's it's different now. It's not the same. It's changed, not ended. We might recall that during our celebration of the Mass, we pray for those who have passed from this life in order to expedite their entrance into heaven if they're not yet there. Additionally, at every Mass, heaven and earth meet through Jesus Christ, through his sacrifice, 
God who is outside of time and eternally offering himself to the Heavenly Father, we who are members of the mystical body of Christ participate in that offering at the celebration of the Mass. And so too, all those who are members of the Church, those who are in heaven. And so we are united to them through Jesus. And we hope to be reunited with them again forever in heaven. And that's another reason for us to rejoice. It's possible for us to grieve the loss of a loved one while still rejoicing in the Lord. Maybe part of us would be sad and the other part joyful for what God has done. Or maybe it alternates between the two. And that's okay. Talking about our struggles with other people can help us, too. And if anyone is struggling this Advent and Christmas season and would like to talk to me, I would be happy to listen and help however I can. God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are also excellent listeners and always available. They're eager to hear what may be going on in your life, what may be happening to you. We can speak to them heart to heart, revealing what's happening within us and have such an openness with God. Sometimes it may seem difficult to pray when we're overcome with emotion, but it doesn't have to be complicated when we pray. It can just be revealing what's going on. So for example, when my dad passed away this last April, there were times that I was just overcome with emotion and my prayer was very simple. It was just two words, it hurts. And I would say that over and over again to the Lord in prayer. And to be able to be open and honest with God about it was a great thing. It was able to help me work through the pain. Sometimes I would say more. Sometimes I would say why it hurts or how it hurts or other things associated with the pain I was experiencing. But I noticed that whenever I expressed these things to God after acknowledging them, that it would seem like the pain would lessen. And I would also be reminded of God, his love for me, the promises he's made, the love that he has for my dad, and for his profound goodness. It's this love that God has that is so amazing. And I know that God loves my father more than I do. And that God loves all of you and all of your deceased loved ones more than we can possibly understand. It is because of this profound and awesome love that God has for us that God the Son was willing to become man to save us, to take on our humanity, and to humble himself, being born in a stable. It's because of God's profound love that he was willing to make the perfect gift of himself on the cross, a gift of infinite love to make up for all of the sins of all of humanity for all time. And that's worth rejoicing about. So let us take St. Paul's advice to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, and in all circumstances to give thanks, for this is the will of Christ Jesus. Rejoice always, because our salvation is provided for us. It's made possible through Jesus Christ, and through him we are reconciled with God, and we can be with God forever and with all the faithful departed in heaven. Pray without ceasing by turning our hearts and our minds to the Lord, being open, honest, and sincere with God frequently throughout the day. In all circumstances, give thanks, which we can do because we are abundantly blessed. We can even thank God for the blessed time that we had, although limited it may have been, with our loved ones who have passed from this life. 
and we can have the hope of seeing them again. So let us take a moment now to privately rejoice, to pray, to give thanks, and to express our sorrow for our losses as we prepare to meet our Lord Jesus Christ in the Most Holy Eucharist.